What's up? What's up? Welcome back to the show. Not just a phase. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for listening. Today we're going to Pittsburgh because they've got this great band called Short Fictions and they are hard to place in a box musically because they're doing something different almost every track. There's no set formula. Like they're, they're doing everything. You got occasional piano and horns. There's slow riffs. There's fast riffs. There's heavier riffs. We got some clean vocals, a little bit of harsher vocals. And then there's poppy choruses and sing-alongs and it's all, it's all kind of blended in together. This, this band really doesn't let you know their next move, so to speak. And uh, I feel like I'm doing a terrible job of describing their sound and that, that's okay because we play music on this show. So if you haven't heard this band yet, you've been fucking up, but we're going to fix that right now. So check this out. Hey, this is Sam from Short Fictions. You're listening to our song, Don't Start a Band on Not Just a Phase. <laughs>
time. I literally, that's happened like twice now in my history that you nailed in the first try. Nice. <laughs> we got a veteran on the show. We got a veteran. Okay, thank you for doing the intro. I absolutely love the uh, the riff behind that lyric, Don't Start a Band. It's just embedded into my brain at all times. I, I just, it's, I it's so damn groovy. And please use more horns in, in your songs, any trumpets, anything like that, in any genre. It just, it gives me life like nothing else. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I really, really like that song. Yeah, I like using horns when we can, and especially, you know, we tour with a horn player, so if I don't write a part for a song, then he kind of just has to stand there, and I feel bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that would be painful. I've seen ska bands where the the, the trumpet and the trombone just kind of stand around for half the song, and then they get ready for their note, and they're all hyped up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bump bump. Exactly. You ever play Guitar Hero by any chance? Yeah, obvious for sure. <laughs> okay, all right. the ending, uh, the ending hammer on lead there sounds like it should be Guitar Hero. At the yeah. end, start a band so so flashy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would love to, uh, you know, maybe someday be yeah, on Guitar, Guitar Hero. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sam, thanks so much for coming on the show today. How are you feeling? Not bad. Uh, yep, it's a nice, it's a sunny day in Pittsburgh. I just worked yeah. all day, so I'm tired. But other than that, I feel great. What do you do for work, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I make bagels. Well, I, (laughs) someone else makes the bagels and I put the cream cheese on them. (laughs) Okay. So it's a bakery. Uh, yeah, it's a bagel shop. Okay. Right on. Right on. Yeah. It's a really good one too. It's, it's like the best bagels in Pittsburgh basically. So it's a hot spot for sure. It's called pigeon. If you're ever in Pittsburgh, go to pigeon bagels and I'll make you a sandwich and you'll love it. (laughs) Okay, awesome. So uh, for the listeners, can you just please restate your name and what role it is you play in the band Short Fictions? Uh, I'm Sam Treber, and I write the songs. Uh, I compose a lot of the parts. Not a, I compose almost all the parts. And uh, yeah, I do all the, I don't know, all the creative work for the band other than... Uh, I don't do any of the business stuff and I can't play drums or brass instruments. So um, that's what I do, I guess. So safe to say it's, it's like your brainchild. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. But I can't do it alone. I don't want to take like all the credit. There's like five other people that work their ass off in this band too. So credit where credit's due. Fair enough. So did you, uh, did you, check us out before agreeing to come on the show today by any chance or are you just down to do this interview <laughs> yeah i did not check it out i'll be honest <laughs> <laughs> i value your honesty all right <laughs> so you've done some other podcasts as well um shout out to everything remade uh for the punks and behind the vinyl podcast uh check those out if you want to hear some more short fiction chatter with sam is that the only ones that i'm missing any there uh i'm sure there's others but those are the those are like the most recent and like those are the good ones basically all right and uh do you, you listen to any podcasts in your free time you, i know you do them often enough but i mean do you listen to them uh yeah also going back to your last question i just did an interview with uh <laughs> someone else i feel bad for everyone whose show i've been on and i 
I didn't mean to throw anybody under the bus there, but, uh, but yeah, I'm a podcast listener. Um, I listen to the show called beep beep lettuce and it's like about like, uh, communism and smoking weed and pop culture and stuff. <laughs> so that's a good one. And I also listen to, um, spit and chicklets, which is like barstool sports is like, uh, hockey podcast and it's really thorough and long i'm a big hockey fan you're not a you're not a leafs fan are you uh not specifically i'm a you know penguins fan because pittsburgh but i do want i mean i hope the leafs at least get past the first round i feel bad for them just for having (laughs) they haven't won the cup in 55 years so i do feel bad and they have their main guy, their their star, Austin Matthews, is an American. And having an American as your star is so rare. So that's like the only bit of nationalism I feel is like, um, go Austin Matthews. So that's it. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. I was at the um, I was at the bar last night watching the game, and the Leaf fans they just get so upset, and I'm like, you know, you're gonna lose. Like, why? Are right? So- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard getting so invested in sports as i do because i mean we do win a lot but you can't win every time so yeah i set myself up for devastation like regularly (laughs) more of a realist then you're ready for it yeah so what would you classify short fictions as musically because like i'm curious if you had to narrow it down to a genre because i had no I'm trying to write an intro for you guys, and I was just like, I have <laughs> no idea what to say. Like, yeah, because it's such a I good do, mix, right? Like, right. I like to switch it up, uh, obviously. So, like, yeah, a lot of people have been calling the new stuff like power pop, which I'm cool with that. I don't like the term pop punk, and I also don't like the genre pop punk. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's okay, but um, not my thing exactly. But power pop is probably accurate for the new stuff. And then like our older stuff was kind of like, like you could say emo, but it's not exactly emo. Yeah. It's it's in the emo blanket for sure. Yeah. And then we have some like just straight up screamo stuff. I would call it. There's like some lo-fi stuff, but yeah, for the new stuff moving forward, it's, I would say I'm, I'm cool with power pop. Or just indie rock, if you want to be even more uh, comprehensive. Right. Is is the full album going to be like the first two releases there? Um, Don't Start Abandoned and Heather? Um, more towards entirely. that direction? Okay. Yeah, those are like the two like most fun ones. So the rest are similar, but uh, there's like, there's a lot more variety than, yeah, those two are just kind of, those two feel most similar out of all the other ones on the album. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was, I was curious. You put out those two singles and I'm like, okay, they sound, those two songs sound similar, but like sometimes you go through your songs and even on the one album, like one song isn't going to sound like the other one right after it. Yeah. I should have sent you the album before we did this, I guess. <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> still after. welcome to. I would love to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I would very sure. much love to hear it. Yeah. So do you have any pro tips on, on growing out such an excellent mustache? Cause, uh, <laughs> I'm like 31 now and I just, just not getting it there. Not on that level. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just have to be Italian. Oh, I think that that's all be, it yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you win by default. Okay. 
Right, um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what's the area like where you guys are from? You said Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Is there a lot of venues and DIY, a lot of bands? There is. Pittsburgh is awesome for music. That's actually why I moved here. I've lived, I grew up like not far away, but now I've lived in like in Pittsburgh for like almost 10 years now. And yeah, like when I first moved here, there were so many, there were like 10 active house venues, DIY spaces everywhere. And there still are, but I think coming out of the pandemic, it's like, we're we're like getting back to that but we're still kind of on the recovery end of things but there's a crap ton of venues that do shows all the time we have the roboto project which is an all diy volunteer operated space that's been here for like over 20 years which is crazy awesome venue and yeah there's a a ton of bands there's like a ton of different like uh like different genre not well, well how do i say this there's like there's like multiple scenes within our scene and it's just yeah pittsburgh rocks <laughs> nice you got it's shit's happening it's popping off it's active out there yeah you absolutely got to, you got any favorite like local bands in the area you want to name drop or give a shout out to uh hazing over formerly known as Shinguard. those are our longtime homies they're so good great band so good yeah. Uh, there's so many bands that I'm friends with. I feel like I don't want to exclude anyone, but I also can't just like name every single band that there is. Uh, <laughs> Feeble Little Horse is this new band out of Pittsburgh. I think they've been together for like less than a year and they're popping off deservedly because they are so, so good. And I think we're going to be seeing them in the spotlight here before too long. Let me think who else. Calix. I like Calix a lot. Um, Not Your Friends is like a band that uh, our bassist Alex plays in. That's like kind of like spazzy. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to leave it at those three or four. No, it's a good list. It's a good list. Yeah. I'll check them out. Do you play in any side projects outside of short fictions or is this just your only musical endeavor at the moment? Uh, yeah, I play bass in Anna Karina, which is like a screamo band that, uh, uh, Chloe, one of our guitarists, she writes all the music for that. Um, and (laughs) we also did like a, it's kind of a joke band, but, uh, for 420, we started like a side project called Kush Tiger and it's just like stoner metal there, there's only one song but it's like eight minutes long that makes sense and yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, a, that's a badass name for a stoner metal band yeah kush tiger <laughs> so it's stupid. epic it's and so... it, yeah right i was like this is so dumb <laughs> I love that. like no one's gonna care and i spent like we got like shirts made i got the song like professionally mixed and mastered <laughs> yeah, and I was, for like, one song yeah you like, really went all out eh I spent so much money on this joke band. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> but, Is it even a joke like at it. that point? <laughs> right, yeah. I'm like, yeah. But we probably won't. I don't know if we'll ever play a show, but I'm mean, like, maybe one or two, hopefully. <laughs> well, you put out professional recordings. I mean, eight minute songs. That's like half a set. You just got one more song and you, you get right, a 20 yeah. minute set, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Is there like a five minute guitar solo in it and then three minutes of bridges? And It's like... uh. <laughs> 
a lot of drone. <laughs> I'm glad I asked. I didn't know you were in any other band, so yeah. Chris Tiger's on Spotify, so check that out if yeah. you want to. <laughs> yeah, absolutely will. Oh my god. So uh, outside of your bands, um, what passions you got? Like outside of writing and performing with short fictions and everything, what what keeps you moving? What's your hobbies? What boils uh, your kettle or whatever? You know. Yeah. Well, so like most members of short fictions are really into sports. <laughs> I'm actually like after this interview, I'm going over to our trombonist house, and we're all gonna watch the Penguins game. <laughs> nice. So sports nice. is a big one. I really like, uh, like, I don't know, Pittsburgh local history and like goofy cultural nuggets. Okay. Uh, what else do I like? Uh, I have a cat. I really like my cat. What's the cat's <laughs> name? Tigrita. Tigrita? Yeah, like little okay. tiger. Okay. Uh, what else am I into? Yeah, I mean, those are the big ones, really. <laughs> those are the big ones. <laughs> so uh what do you what do you listen to right now that you think deserves more attention is there a band you think needs more shine or that will be getting the spotlight coming up like who deserves more hype that you're listening to that's a really good question thank you i wrote it myself (laughs) (laughs) uh i forgot well like i mentioned feeble little horse earlier I feel yeah. like they're on the up and up for sure. I feel like they are already like in a position to where they have the tools to like get the ears on them that they deserve. They're really sick. Uh, who else is there? Calix is another band I mentioned earlier from Pittsburgh um, who doesn't tour a whole lot. They deserve more shine. Mm-hmm. Uh Tyler Heaven, another Pittsburgh band. They deserve more hype. I think the most, one of the, um, <laughs> I don't know. The band Innards has not been active for like 10 years, but that's like my favorite screamo band ever. And no one has ever heard of them. So I have that's not either, strangely. Oh, you'll love them. <laughs> Innards, like I-N-N-A-R-D-S? Yep. Really? I don't, maybe I have heard them and I just like, I'm going to go through my, my screamo list maybe they're on there and i just like yeah they're pretty old like i said okay. i used to say like brave little abacus was underappreciated but now oh, i think they're, they're so like good. they're like appropriately appreciated now <laughs> yeah. so good so i guess you you listen to quite a fair bit of screamo or just you dabble in it or yeah yeah we're big screamo buffs and short fictions or most of us are very cool yeah, I could see. I saw. I see you played with some screamo bands before, and I thought, "Oh, that's strange." And I was like thinking about, it, "I'm like, no, sonically that makes perfect sense somehow." Yeah, even though you guys aren't screamo at all, it's like it seems like it would fit fine on, on those bills. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there was a while. Like, I was booking a crap ton of shows in Pittsburgh for a while. I've kind of stopped. I still do occasionally, but not quite as much. And I was like really connected to the screamo community because those are like that was those are the bands I wanted to see, and so then they would like every screamo band that needed a pittsburgh date would hit me up and i ended up like just having to put short fictions on the bill a lot of the time which was fine because yeah, <laughs> no yeah it was i love that so yeah screamo bands hit me up if you need to play in pittsburgh cool cool you heard it here you heard it here <laughs> we've uh, i know you said you didn't actually check out the show which is funny but we do interview a lot of screamo bands on the show so nice yeah i figure you'd fit quite well with the with our audience and our listeners so excellent 
So this new album, uh, what labels are releasing it? Uh, just Lauren Records. Okay. Yep. And they, I don't know, if you don't know Lauren Records, listeners, uh, they did like, they did the very first Joyce Manor 7-inch, which is nice. pretty cool. They had like Adult Mom, Diners is another big band, Signals Midwest. Um, oh, so they got some, Signals Midwest. Yeah, yeah. They so got some good. cool bands I'm excited to be label mates with. Very cool. You got, you got a title for the new album yet? Are you guys waiting to release it? Did I miss this on a post or something? Yeah, <laughs> it was on, it was somewhere. But yeah, it's called Every Moment of Every Day. Oh, okay, awesome. And when is that coming? June 24th. Fucking A, that's close. Yeah, honestly. That's close. Who, uh, who mixed and mastered the new album? Uh, so I was just talking about this in another interview I did, and I realized that I've never had to say either of these people's names out loud, so I don't really know how to pronounce them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the mixing and like studio engineer uh, is Justin Kaleke or Kaleke. Uh, and he runs Mount Moon recording in Highland Park, New Jersey. Super cool dude. Uh, really good ear and uh, really fun to hang out with. And then the master-er is Adam Ch- Chikokchi or something like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to say his last name, unfortunately. Sorry, Adam. Um, but he's done... A bunch of cool bands. I forget who all, but most notably, he did some songs for The World is a Beautiful Place. So well, that's, that's awesome. pretty cool. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. The, uh, the, the single for Don't Start a Band, the picture like, is like this fan getting towed. Is there some more context on that? Was that staged or is there a story behind that? Or? Oh, that's real. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It was actually a funny little day because we were in, <laughs> we were on tour in California and, um, a lot like half of the band smokes weed a lot and the other half is like uh cannot smoke weed at all but we were in california and uh nick our trombonist was like i got these gummies they're only five milligrams so um if you want one it'll probably be like chill and i was like okay cool i'll have half of one which is like the smallest possible dose and so i was like but i but it fucked me up because I'm I can't do weed <laughs> anymore. So I was like starting to feel kind of high, and then I would go to start the car, and then it won't start. And I was like, oh no! <laughs> so just like kind of tweaking, and I was like, all right, I'm just gonna sit here. Someone else has to like deal with this. So we called like a mechanic, and they came and towed it. We had to get a new starter, um, and. So then we were just stranded in like the middle of nowhere in California for like, I think we were there for like three days. We had to cancel like all the shows and just like post up in this horrible motel and watch like college basketball (laughs) for three straight days. And it was really weird. There was like nothing in this town. It was like just a hotel and a Denny's. And I was like really high all day on accident. (laughs) I just felt like I was in like purgatory and just like we were never going to get out of there, but we did. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. I'm glad I asked. <laughs> yeah. So that being said, what, what, uh, what advice would you say to 
or what advice would you give to anyone who's looking to start a band? Um, if you're starting a band, well, yeah, I don't know. The joke answer is, is don't obviously, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like at the end of the day, you know, being in a band is awesome and fun and rewarding, but you should only go into it if your intention is to have fun. Cause if you want to make like a career of it, don't do that. Like if you're going on tour, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> if you go on tour and you're just hanging with your buddies and like just see it as like an adventure, then you're gonna have a great time. If you see it as like a business like aspect, then you're gonna have a horrible time. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you know, just have fun with it. That's what I would say. If you're going into it as a career, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's so much easier, better ways to make money. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, right? It's got to be easier ways to make money. No one's, uh, especially in punk rock and any any punk rock adjacent music. It, right. No one's like really rich off this stuff, right? No, maybe Absolutely not. Bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. If you either get really lucky or like put the work in for years and years yeah. or be born rich, that's like the real... That's the real move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tried that one. I didn't get that one. Right. Yeah. yeah. That one didn't pan out. So uh, didn't get those cards. <laughs> Did not get those cards. So you guys are going back on tour. Shows are back. I see you'll be playing Sneaky D's in Toronto with the uh, good friends of mine, the good people of Blissfields. Yeah. They're uh, sweet. <laughs> yeah. You've played with them already. Yeah. I don't think we have. No. Okay. But they are on our the label that we put the last album out on. So there were we're kind of label mates, I guess. Was that Acrobat? Mm-hmm, yeah, Acrobat yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, Pooza Fest as well. Yeah, that's exciting. Who are you who are you most hyped to see there? Uh, I'm I love Mustard Plug, but nice. I think they I don't know if. I, someone told me that they dropped, but I've not seen anything to corroborate that. So hopefully they're still playing. But yeah, that's that's my fave mustard for Pooza. Yeah. There's a huge list for Pooza, and you're going with Mustard Plug. That's the <laughs> yeah. excited to see. <laughs> I love Ska. And yeah, we saw they played at Fest in Florida when we were there, and I was like so hype and so drunk, and I just had like the best time of my life watching Mustard Plug. <laughs> I feel ska is the best music to see live and drunk. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan of ska music as well. Hell yeah. So this will be, uh, this will be your first time in Canada when you come through and you got a couple shows with Blissfields, right? Yeah. Do you have any like touristy things planned to do for your first time in Canada? Uh, definitely. I want to go to the hockey hall of fame. Uh, I think we're going to try to go. Well, I would like to like, go by Mario Lemieux's childhood home in Montreal. It's not like a museum or anything. It's just like, but it, the house is still there. So I'm just going to point at it and say, there it is. Sick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Take a picture maybe. Right. Yeah. That can be fun. Sick. Something like that. Yeah. I don't really know what else. Um, try to get some like poutine. That's about it, I guess. It's pretty essential. So just just hockey things and poutine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know if there's anything really 
extra cool and touristy that I'd recommend outside of that. That's pretty bang on. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Unless like you want to go see Parliament. Like the no, I want to see the band <laughs> Parliament. Is that what you meant? No, no, no. I meant like the Parliament <laughs> building and I don't know our uh, government yeah, offices. No. It's not that exciting. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> what What is some of your favorite parts of touring, and some of your least favorite parts of touring? Because obviously, yeah. you start a band. You've you've made a few made a few suggestions on what you don't love about the lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Well, probably the best part is just hanging out with your pals, like bandmates, especially because those are my besties, but then also people like across the country that you don't get to see every day. Uh, Playing music, obviously, is really fun and having people relate to your music or enjoy your set is a big one. Uh, Yeah, that's what it's really all about. And then least favorite is probably um i don't love driving well i kind of i don't hate it but if it's i hate long drives i hate when a cage because you know we spend so much time together even though like all all we're all best friends in short fiction like we all hang out all the time even like when we're not playing music but uh sometimes we have like lovers quarrels (laughs) i don't love that yeah but you know it is what it is um yeah that's probably oh and sleeping in the car i don't love (laughs) yeah it doesn't sound like fun yeah yeah i've always said people don't realize that being in a band is like it's like you're in a in in a romantic intimate relationship with your friends yeah there's usually not any sex involved uh but somehow it's even more complicated without it right yeah (laughs) yeah if we could all just bang it out then (laughs) that would probably relieve some tension no, but create no. Actually, uh, pretend I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a fist fight instead. Yeah. Okay. There it is. Depending on what the situation is. Yeah. Right.
So you're back. We're back. Shows are back. You're going back on little tours. Do you have a favorite show or tour memory as a band that stands out to you? I think the best show we ever did was uh, when we were on tour with Origami Angel in 2020, really beginning of 2020. And they were like, like they had just begun to like really blow up. So all the shows were really lit <laughs> and we played a bowling alley in like LA ish area and glass beach also played and they had just begun to really blow up and we were just kind of along for the ride, but <laughs> it was like packed. There was like 300 people there and we had two trombonists and an additional trumpet player that were just like in town for that show specifically. Uh, so we played as like, let me see, like an eight-piece band, I guess, which was crazy. Does that make and, you a ska band at that point? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and it was awesome. And I met one of the writers from Pitchfork. Ian Cohen was there. So that was cool. And then right after we played, I started getting really sick. So I like went outside after our set feeling really triumphant and then like threw up like for an hour on the wall of the venue outside <laughs> like a victory puke no just like a ill just horrible sickness <laughs> so not a victory puke no, <laughs> no. <laughs> and that's your favorite uh, that's your favorite show memory yeah i think so is there a favorite tour memory something uh something that stands out that happened in between shows hmm I don't know. I liked when we were we played in uh, Roswell, or I, I guess it was near Roswell, but we just like we went to the it, the UFO museum and the alien, the spaceship McDonald's and the alien Dunkin' Donuts. That was really fun. Uh, what else have we done recently? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anytime we get to do like dorky tourist stuff that's fun yeah i was gonna ask is there like a favorite thing you like to do on tour like if you hit a new town is there always something you're looking to do in that town or yeah you rarely get time to do stuff which sucks True. but when we do i like to like uh like uh if we can find if we have a day off and i'll definitely always try to find like a free or cheap museum so we had a day off in chicago recently and like they had a, like, you know, real Chicago, like the art museum, for instance, but it's like 35 bucks to get in. Then it was like, there's a museum of the history of like broadcast media. And that was free. <laughs> so we went to that and it was sick. Or like when we were in Minnesota, it was like, we were, we were like on our way to the Mall of America, just to like spend the day, just like fucking around. But then I saw a sign for the Spam Museum. It's only five bucks to get in. Spam? So then, yeah. <laughs> like the, the canned meat? Mm-hmm. There's so a museum the, for fucking there is, Spam? And it's incredible. <laughs> Come on. What is so exciting? Yeah. I don't mind Spam. I've had it. It's okay. But I mean, uh, a whole museum rocks. about it? <laughs> uh, yeah. And we've been to the Pez Museum. Yeah, we like museums. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are a little nerdy, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah, we like to go to museums when we can. 
Yeah. <laughs> I did not expect that answer. All right. I definitely, <laughs> definitely didn't know there was a spam museum either. Right. It's real in the middle of nowhere too, but yeah, it's a good museum. Well, I didn't expect it to be in a busting metropolis. Just. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what band haven't you guys played with yet that you'd love to share the stage with? Could be realistic. Could be yeah. unrealistic. Yeah. I'd have to say Metallica. Ugh. I just, Everyone says Metallica. Why? Do they really? (laughs) It happens almost every time. I guess they're still playing shows, right? So yeah. 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 (laughs) All right, I'll stick with Metallica then. (laughs) Metallica. (laughs) Just kidding. More like in our like uh, our peer group. Let me think of a good answer here. All right, all right. Uh oh, I really like Home Is Where. And we've, I guess we, we played fest together and we're like friends. I would love to play with them or who else do I like? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's too many bands <laughs> to think of. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, if you could see one band do a reunion show, who would it be and why? um probably brave little abacus cool because that is one of my favorite that's like yeah probably my favorite band and they hardly played shows even when they were a band so that'd be nice i saw my other favorite like i also well my other answer would be like empire empire but i saw them like a hundred times when they were together so brave little abacus i never got to see at all so i'll pick them Okay, cool pick, cool pick. It's an interesting. Oh, one. or uh, CCR. That'd be cool too. CCR? Yeah. They were only a band for four years. Isn't that crazy? Is that it? They put on a lot of music in four years. I know. <laughs> Insane. That's impressive. I, I don't know much about CCR. I, I do enjoy their tunes when it comes on, but I'm not going, yeah. to, I'm not going out of my way to put them on, to be honest. But Okay. <laughs> I've never had an issue when they're on. I'm singing along. So. Yeah. So this happens uh, a lot more in like hardcore worlds and pop worlds, rap worlds, you know, guest vocal features though. If you could have anyone do a vocal feature on a short fictions track, who who would you want? Probably like Ariana Grande. Cause <laughs> I feel like it would get a lot of uh, clicks that way. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. You think and that would mesh has... well? Mm, uh, we'd make it work. We'd figure something out. Okay. She's a really good singer too, so yeah, she could probably do whatever. True, true. <laughs> now, now I'm curious to hear how that would sound. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll send her an email, see if we can make it happen. Yeah, let her know. I, she's not answering my emails either. I was trying to get her on the show, and <laughs> just, <laughs> just no no return back yet. <laughs> Some people are, you know, in bands are just rude like that, so. Yeah, just too famous for my little show. It's fine. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) So assuming you're not a pacifist, which I don't know if you are or not, but if you could punch anyone in the face as hard as you can with no repercussions, who would it be and why? Hands down, Elon Musk. Wow, I can't stand him. (laughs) I don't think, like, not a single word out of his mouth have I ever felt even, like, neutral about Everything he says is fucking stupid and he's an idiot and an asshole 
and I hope he dies. <laughs> fully backed, fully backed. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand his need to buy Twitter. There, there was no need for so that. So dumb. There's right. no need for that. Why did you buy that? Just because you could? Right. Like, yeah, imagine spending $44 billion and not helping a single person. Out of all the shit you could have done with that, you bought the most useless fucking app. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, terrible. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. What do you uh what do you listen to that could be considered a guilty pleasure to yourself or others? I mean, you already said you like ska, so it's going to be kind of hard to figure, yeah. out, figure out what your guilty pleasures are here. Right, yeah. Um, ska rocks, not a guilty pleasure. I do like a lot of, like, dumb dad rock and, like, butt rock. So, oh, like, no. Yeah. I really like the band Kiss. Well, I don't know if I would say I really Yo, like Kiss is but like, awesome. All right, yeah, yeah. But yeah. weirdly polarizing band i mean it makes sense because they are stupid also but they also rock yeah um and then yeah like some like butt rock like uh headstrong by trap i think is really no. a good song <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, you like kidding you're fucking with me right like cold by crossfade i like pretty well too okay you're not kidding yeah <laughs> wow not right. every song in that genre. Like, I don't think I like any Three Doors Down songs, but sometimes, like, a heavy-hitting, like, buzz ballad can be good. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> just me trying to be polite. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, wow. All right. Good answers, I guess. <laughs> Is there a... Do you have any vast knowledge on any particular subject? Any shinfo? Are you well-versed in any strange topic that you wanted to dork out about uh i mostly have fun facts about like pittsburgh because i know a lot about i like i like uh local and weird history type stuff okay so i'll yeah i'll i'll here's some here's a few all right yeah uh let's see so the klondike bar the ice cream bar that we all know and love yes uh was invented in pittsburgh fascinating uh-huh. And, info. Yeah. <laughs> I would never need to know that, but okay. Right. It used to, you would go to this deli called Isley's uh, and you get the Klondike bar. And if it had a pink center in it, then you would win a free prize. Or I think you got like a free Klondike bar or something like that. But yeah, they don't do the pink middle anymore. But Klondike bar invented in Pittsburgh. I don't think a lot of people know that. Um, another weird one well not weird but just like you wouldn't think it but like the first ever movie theater was in pittsburgh and it was That's called cool. a nickelodeon like the tv network but uh and the name comes from uh odeon was like i guess like the greek or like some sort of god or like mythical creature i think the god of like storytelling so like you know movies Odeon and then nickel was how much you paid to get in so it was a Nickelodeon is that related to the Nickelodeon company like is there any connection there no I think they just took the name basically interesting yep no connection uh there might be but I don't think so no <laughs> huh. 
That is interesting. So Pittsburgh, yeah. inventors of mm-hmm. the movie theater and the Klondike bar. Yep, and the polio vaccine and the Mr. Yuck sticker and the first radio broadcast. First radio broadcast was done in Pittsburgh. No, that might not be true. Maybe it was first TV broadcast. Polio vaccine for sure, though. That's like one of our big ones. <laughs> what, is that like on your sign? Like, welcome to Pittsburgh, home of the polio vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. yeah. Okay. And um, Andy Warhol and Dan Marino lived in the same neighborhood. Like cool. a block away from each other. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So tough question because I know you listen to tons of music, but uh, what do you think was your album of the year for 2021? What do you think mm. you spun the most? Yeah, that's a good question. Probably like uh, Turnstile. <laughs> Easy answer, but uh, Glow On, yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Undeniable. Okay. Okay. So that was quick and easy i'm shocked some people have to sit there and think through it yeah yeah i'm trying i can't remember anything else like off the top of my head i know full of hell did an album that was really good i liked that that, those are the only two i can think of at the moment it's a drastic switch from turnstile (laughs) yeah you listen to a lot of turnstile and full of hell like oh okay yeah (laughs) two completely different bands absolutely so if you could give the entire world a gift, what would it be and why? Uh, let's see. Yeah, probably like free healthcare, <laughs> um, full, full communism. Um, full communism? Yeah. Full on, eh? Yeah. <laughs> or at least, you know, I don't know. Less capitalism at the very least. Fair. No billionaires. Millionaires are on thin ice. Uh, everybody's needs are provided. Well, you, you know need that kind a of stuff. Million dollars to buy a house now, so. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Well, ho- housing's free uh, in this gift as well. So. Oh, no okay. Worries. True. Yeah. So free housing, free healthcare. We're gonna even out the playing field. No billionaires. Right. It's a good answer. It's a good answer. So with short fictions, what's your next big goal? What's the accomplishment? Like, what do you personally want to reach as a band? Like, is there a certain venue you want to play? A certain festival you've always dreamed of headlining or playing or just any goal or milestone you can, you can plan to accomplish with the future of the band? Uh, my number one goal as a musician is to uh, be interviewed by Nardwar, but I don't, that I don't, that's probably not in the cards anytime soon, but maybe someday. <laughs> Absolutely love Nardwar. It's a fantastic He's answer. so good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I very much look up to him. He's a legend. He made interviews fun. He made interviews right, fun. Right, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Nardwar. Okay, didn't expect that. That's, uh, that's the weirdest band accomplishment I've, I've heard come through the show so far. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just want to talk with Nardwar. Like, oh, yeah. Nardwar. It's humble. He's, he's the best. <laughs> so before we wrap it up what's coming up for the band this year what's new any uh shout outs plugs causes um yeah you know we have an album obviously in june so that's the big one and we're probably gonna try to tour a whole bunch so 
just keep an eye out for tour dates. You know, we might be coming to your city sometime. Um, yeah, that's about all I know of. Hopefully, yeah, we were writing new stuff too. So in the next like year or two, there'll be even more music. But yeah, Ooh. new album next month. Is that? Oh yeah, it is next month. Yep, new album next month. <laughs> <laughs> what day is it <laughs> yeah straight up <laughs> is there any uh any shout outs uh you want to drop or any causes you want to speak on anything you want to talk about at all the microphones yours the, the floor is yours and then we'll play a outro track for you um let's see who do i want to plug i don't know just uh everyone just be nice you know times are tough uh <laughs> I can't think of any like notable cause that like I can like I mean there's nothing I don't know just be yourself just yeah. have fun with it <laughs> true like I want to talk I want to speak out about like the Supreme Court and like the potential repeal of Rovers as Wade that's fucking stupid obviously but like I don't really know what to do about it personally but I don't know. Just uh, be mad, I guess. Be if you mad. get a chance, if you get a chance to do something, then do it. Let me know what it is. But in the meantime, just like I don't know. Don't don't be complacent in that. Which I I mean I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir here, but you know. I feel that pain. You know, it's hard to like when you're frustrated about something and you don't know how to make a difference about it. Right. Yeah. Because there's a lot of things that are just like, you don't know where to start or if there's even anything you can do about these right. situations, right? Yeah. You're Canadian, right? I am, sir. Right. So you, I don't even, you're, I'm sure your abortion laws are better than ours, but. Yeah, we're still pretty pro-choice all across the board here. That rocks. Yeah. As far as I know, anyways, we've never, uh, every time I see him, like every couple months, I'm like, oh, the states are at it again. Fucking Christ. What year is right, it? Uh, yeah. Every, every <laughs> day we get some new shit. It's horrible down here. <laughs> upsetting for sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. It's 2022, guys. Right. Yeah. And this is like, you know, a decision they made like what, 60, 70 years ago, not 70, 50 years ago. It's insane to just overturn it all of a sudden for no reason. But, and yeah, and then, then it's just like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. It seems very medieval, too, to tell anybody what they, they can do with their own body and what they Straight can Straight up, yeah. Like, Especially like, when it's like, it's five dudes who we don't even vote for just get to decide this just willy-nilly for no reason. It's a strange world. It's a strange world. Yeah. Amer fuck America. <laughs> In conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> That's a beautiful note to end on. Yeah. <laughs> I'll back that. Fuck America. Can't wait to uh, <laughs> can't wait to see you guys when you come through to Toronto. I'm going to hopefully come out to uh, catch you guys when you come through to Sneaky D's. Hell yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Sam, thanks so much for coming on the show today, man. It's been a blast. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Of course, man. Take care, eh? You too. Have a good one. Mm -hmm.